Welcome to Capital Comments with Larry DeBoer, Professor of Agricultural Economics at Purdue University. Capital Comments offers timely insight and commentary on public policy issues related to state and local government in Indiana, as well as national economic policy. You can find text and podcast versions of Capital Comments archived at www.agecon.purdue.edu slash crd slash local gov. And now, here's Larry DeBoer. Hi. I'm Larry DeBoer, and this is Capital Comments for October 2021. Our topic this month, birth rates have been falling for a long time. Americans are having fewer children. Reports this past summer showed that the fertility rate dropped in 2020 to 56 births per 1,000 women aged 15 to 44. Only 5.6% of women in their childbearing years had babies. Early indications for 2021 showed a further decline. Reports pointed out that fertility has been dropping for more than a decade. Fertility rates peaked in 2007 at 69 per 1,000 women aged 15 to 44. The rate had been rising in the decade before that. But let's take a longer view, much longer. The fertility rate has been falling most decades for at least 220 years. We've got more than two centuries of data thanks to the U.S. Constitution, which requires a census every 10 years. So we know, in 1800, the fertility rate was 278 per 1,000 women aged 15 to 44. More than one in four women of childbearing age had babies. The average woman had seven children. The fertility rate began to fall right away. In 1810 it was 274. By 1900 it was 130. National reporting of birth certificates made annual data available by 1909, so we know the birth rate hit a low point of 76 during the Depression in 1936. The baby boom interrupted the downward trend for a while, Fertility peaked in 1957 at 123 births per woman aged 15 to 44. It hadn't been that high since 1916. But the rise was temporary. Fertility dropped again in the 1960s, and in 1972 it set a new record low at 73. It bounced around in the high 60s for 30 years before beginning its most recent drop. One of the explanations for this long-run fall in fertility is economic. The Industrial Revolution and technological advance increased productivity. People became more skilled and machines became more efficient. The amount of goods and services produced by each worker, each machine, and each acre of land increased. Profits and wages rose. Why did this affect the number of children that families had? Agriculture became more productive so fewer people were needed on the farm to grow the nation's food. Families moved to cities to work in factories and offices. Fewer children worked on farms, and child labor in factories eventually became illegal. Children no longer earned income for the family. They became less productive and more expensive. Wages increased for both men and women, so staying home with children cost more in lost pay. The opportunity cost of having children increased, even though rising productivity cut the costs of food and clothing. 
When something is more expensive, people do less of it. Industrial revolution, technological advance, and rising incomes are all powerful long-run reasons why birth rates declined. So why did this trend reverse in the years after World War II? What caused the baby boom? Yes, soldiers came home and nature took its course, but the baby boom lasted for 20 years. That's a lot of nature. Something else was going on. My favorite explanation for the baby boom recognizes that the parents of the boomers were the children of the Great Depression. Growing up in those dismal times taught them that having children was a big risk. Then the economy of the 1950s and 1960s was much better than they expected. They took advantage and had more kids. The baby boom was a two-decade exception to a two-century trend. By the mid-60s, the children of the Depression were near the end of their childbearing years. The long-run trend towards fewer births returned. That trend has continued from then to now. Whether this is a problem or not depends on your point of view. Fewer births mean an older population, which makes Social Security and Medicare more costly. Slower population growth may restrict economic growth. Slower growth in the number of employees makes business expansion harder, and incentives to raise production are less when the number of customers grows slowly. But slower population growth may mean less pressure on the world's resources. This could help head off the worst consequences of climate change. Lower fertility may cause problems. Lower fertility may have benefits. Two centuries on, though, we have to expect lower fertility to continue. And that's Capital Comments for October 2021. I'm Larry DeBoer. You've been listening to Capital Comments. You can find text and podcast versions of Capital Comments archived at www.agecon.purdue.edu slash crd slash local gov.